2: What's going on across the seas? It ain't nothing. Uh, 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 I know Nate told me to change it, but I'm not changing it. I'm stubborn like Keep he's. Keep doing what you uh, do. He's stubborn. I'm stubborn. We're stubborn together. <laughs> That's a live look at the Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the 4 Center. Would I set enough for a little pre, pre-concert? Yeah, yeah. Pre-concert. You got to make sure you say that days. fully and quickly. Pre-concert. You don't let that linger a little bit too much. Right there when you get a little excited. They're setting up for the pre-concert. They got some RVs in the back over here. A lot going on. This place is jumping. It is. This place is jumping. Mini camp is taking off pretty soon here. Today's high is 88 degrees. It's currently 78 degrees. We're kicking it here, bringing you the best. That is Kurt Daniels. He is Nate Newton. I am Jesse Holly. Together, we make Hanging with the Boys, the sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us as we speak Chris is in the back holding us down. Remember, this segment is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Thank you all who are tuning in live, who are tuning in later via YouTube or who just love looking at Nate's handsome face. You got the hair cut over there and everything. Wow. When you get your hair I, this is no this is when you get your hair cut and you get cleaned up, your eyes get real brown and you get real handsome. You know, you got a little tan to you and everything right here. So well, I got blacker. Yeah. So people might want to watch <laughs> this twice. They might want to double back and watch Nate twice. Uh, wow.
1: Good, young.
2: Yeah, you're looking you're looking Hey, good hey, over there. Hey, let
1: me ask You're looking, you. No, no, no. You right good, okay, man. man. Say thank, thank you. you, thank you, bro. Was, <laughs> let me ask you this right quick, like uh, Jess and Kurt. So the the mini camp starts Friday and Saturday.
2: I start Saturday. Friday, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because so, all I want to see is two people. <laughs> all right. So we got a we got a two. lot. We got mm-hmm. a lot yeah. happening this week. Cowboys mini camp starts Friday. Friday and Saturday. The rookie the rookie mini camp. Right? Is it mini camp? Or rookie mini camp.
3: Rookie. 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 Rookie
2: minicamp yeah. starts this Friday and Saturday. I get a chance to speak to the young rookies on Saturday. Do yeah, you? Yeah? Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. They, they, they still want me to hang around and speak some influence to those rookies. Not that they listen. I mean, I talk Can to Can we boss. get a
0: pre, pre-talk here? <laughs> I don't. What you would tell a rookie.
2: So I always come from the media part of it and kind of give them an outlook of, of where we sit and stand and how sometimes y'all don't want to be critiqued, but don't give us a reason to critique you, especially off the field. And it's one thing that my good friend Brian Wansley always wants me to talk about uh, when we come there. It's, it's it's always, this isn't her first time. <laughs> yeah. You're not that cute. This ain't her first time. So that's just a little preview mm. of, uh, of this, you know. Yeah, <laughs> so Rookie Minicamp begins this <laughs> begins this weekend. Schedules come out this Thursday. Yes. I don't know how much you're involved with that, Chris, but I, like, it's become this battle across the National Football League of who can reveal their schedule in the most creative way possible. So I know our team is – I just saw KG, Kevin Gates, uh, uh, outside. I know they're doing some wonderful stuff with that. Micah Parsons talked more about moving the offensive in – Full time? Will it work? Won't it work? We'll talk a little bit also about guys kind of training outside of the st- uh, of the you know uh, of yeah. the facilities. Mm-hmm. You know they they do their own things outside. Um, big things Zach Martin is expecting from Tyler Smith. We'll talk about maybe some running back combos. Deuce Vaughn, Tony Pollard, our good guy Brian Baldinger. He talks a lot about that. Will it work? Won't it work? Is that a formula for success for the Cowboys? Um, but yeah, so we'll start. We'll start there. We may even get to your boy Dion and his gripe about the NFL not um, drafting HBCU players. I said Mike. I said Mike. We <laughs> no, like we're not gonna get into that right now. We got a lot, lot, uh, of, we got a lot, lot of stuff of to get into there. You, know, this, <laughs> yeah, you know, I like
1: how Jesse go through this five minutes of what we got to do. Yeah, that's how you. That's, yeah, you go five minutes what we got to do, you, and we don't get but two minutes of what you talk about for the five minutes. <laughs> it doesn't
2: matter. Stop. It Jesse. doesn't matter. <laughs> Stop, This man. is how you open up a show. You give um, people. All I care two. about. Okay, what do you care about? Rookie mini Ken. We'll start there. No, 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 go, no. no go, that's what we're actually starting. we talking. You say you want to see two guys. The
1: first and second round pick. After them, right, I don't care about the rest.
2: So, Mozzie Smith <laughs> and Schoonmaker? Schoonmaker yeah, that,
1: yeah, that's all I care about. But when y'all talk about them, I'm going to jump in. Other than that, I'll sit over here and just enjoy you. Uh, yeah. what
3: do you. What do you expect to see from this weekend?
1: No, don't talk about Dominic, not, uh, nothing to just you know see if they're in, in some type of uh, physical physical good-looking shape. So, let's break saying?
2: down a little bit what rookie minicamp <clears throat> is, yeah. right? Okay. So, so, rookie minicamp is basically where you have all of your draft picks – all of your undrafted free agents, and even sometimes in rookie minicamp, they'll bring back some guys that they had on this roster yes. last year that spent a lot of time on their practice squad or who just kind of need the reps and a little bit of evaluation for those guys who, you know, you always want the coach to be able to see you. You all want to show them, hey, I've improved, and this is the first kind of setting the tone for these for these players, right? And so you come in, you're getting acclimated. You're getting acclimated to learning your coaches to kind of give you um, – a, 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 I don't want to say a Cliff Notes version of offense or defense or special teams, but you're going to get your first run at it.
1: Yeah. You're going to sit in the meetings. And the real coach is going to show you just how, how much you don't mean to the mm. team.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you this from my time doing rookie mini camps. This, a lot of times, in some <clears throat> instances, is to break you. Oh, really? Yeah. They want to see who's in shape. Hmm. They want to see who's really serious about football. Because I know when when I played, when you played, Nate, that the numbers have changed. When I was there, it was like 40 guys. (sighs) Now think about 40 guys having to do. 70 when Nate was there. Yeah. Not 70? Yeah.
1: We had two two teams on both sides. No, we had like 40.
2: And I remember being in Cincinnati, Ohio, for the, for the Bengals, it was hot. The turf was melting your cleats, and you had every rep. You had every rep offensively. You had every rep special teams, and it, it was to really kind of break. And there were some guys who didn't come back. Like, we would, you really? would do it for two days, and guys would go away, and they wouldn't show back up.
3: By their choice.
1: Not By the their choice. Uh-huh. And, and you know what? And you know what? You know what? When I say it out, you thought I was trying to be funny. A, a lot of coaches will show you, unless you that number one or two pick. You, when I was playing, it was seventy guys, like you said.
2: It and might be 60 guys. And, I might be exactly. And, the and
1: one. when you get well, your, when you get your rep, man, you 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 look, you paid attention because you did not want to make that mistake mm-hmm. that the guy before you made. Because them coaches would be like next man, and you be like you don't even get critiqued, yeah, mm. or nothing. So they show you just what you really mean. Yeah. And I'd be like, my first few times come from Florida and they are like, uh, I called my girl back at that time I said, uh, oh, mm. thank I don't think I'm Because they would show you just how
2: I mean, now, they may be different now, Jess, I don't know. I don't you know. No, I think it's kind of still the same because yeah. here's the one thing that you always have to remember, rookies, if you're listening to this, if you just so happen to be hanging with the boys' fans and you're listening. <laughs> Coaches... Will coach through you.
1: Yes, yes. Mm. Explain that.
2: Explain that. Mozzie Smith, you're the first round pick, right? You're new here. You don't have any respect, prim- you know, in the sense of football respect. You have personal man respect. Mm. You don't have any kind of sweat equity. Sweat equity put into this thing. Yeah. I'm not gonna yell at Jonathan Hankins the same way I'm gonna yell at you. Even though how I express what I want from Jonathan Hankins is I yell at you. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm serious. I, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, Over Overston with the linebacker from Texas, mm-hmm. Overshown, Overshown. Mm-hmm. Guess what, Overshown? I'm not gonna yell at Leighton Vanderish. I'm gonna yell at you, in mm-hmm. hopes that Leighton goes, "Oh yes, that's probably what I should do too." <laughs> so the veterans nice. don't. Pro- you think they're yelling at Micah Parsons? No. no. What they're gonna do is say, God darn it, I want guys to stay on side. And you look around and you'll go, Micah was the only one that jumped <laughs> offside twice. Yeah. And they'll never yell at Micah, but yet let you be like, hey, you 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 you're too close to the line. We can't have penalties when you jumping offside. And you look around and you'll go, but, but coach. And then they'll go, see, that's what I'm saying. Don't talk back. And you're like, I never jump. Yeah. And the thing
1: about it is, then they'll go, and, and I'm going to tell you how bad it could get, because this do not set well with me. You know how bad it could get? Then they'll go over to Micah after they cuss you out. They say, Mike, you having, is everything all right? Nah. Is, is things going.
2: Yeah.
1: Hold on, this dude jumped
2: outside twice. Yeah. I done got cussed out for it. And you actually busy Z off, right? Yeah. Now they go. Yeah, Micah, you look, you're looking good today, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get in film. You'll be like, yeah, hiccup, watch, hick up on these two offsides by Micah. Right. Skip. Skip, oh. He'll go right to you. you be like, <laughs> "Wait a second, you didn't." Oh, wow. So, so coaches no so so no seems
3: like part of the uh, you know taking uh, responsibility. <laughs> you know, like we we talked last year about these guys getting a free pass sometimes. That sounds, <laughs> sounds like part of it. There. And the thing
2: is, th- that's that's not. That's not just the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that, that, that that's that's every football team. That's the
1: Golden State Warriors. Right. That's the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that, that's just how it that's goes, sports. man. Sports until you begin to earn your stripes. Until yeah. you begin to come in and get some sweat equity, and until you begin to come in and and really show your worth. Yeah. You how, don't you don't get that player treatment up front.
3: Yeah. So yeah. how. how- Cutthroat is it out there this weekend? With these m- rookies.
1: I'm um, speaking back in my era uh we didn't care about one another because it was much more physical. They not only wanted you to learn your plays but they wanted you to be physical as much as you could, mm. and I was all man after the first day, man, I just I saw a tapeing you know, I taped my wrist, yeah. I taped my knuckle, I'm like, you know what,
3: did that surprise you
1: uh no, because you trained from kidhood when I was coming through that's how football was played, mm-hmm. but now, with the safety and and you know hey, it's better to know what to do than to beat you up learning how to do it so now, jess was it a
2: no it was, for y'all no it, it was it was I think the thing is it's kind of wanna um they they kind of want to – Speed things up. They they, they want to apply the pressure. Again, they want to see who can handle it. Yeah. Right. Because when I get these vets in here in a week or two, it's going to go fast. Like, Micah doesn't want to stand out there all day and repeat the same thing <laughs> four <Yeah>. times. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, or oh, you see the look on their face too? Be like, they be like, oh, <laughs> man, God, they be like, come on, it's hot. Where y'all come getting on, this man. dude from? Yeah. And so right now, the is like, let's go, hurry, hurry. So they're 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 applying pressure right, to you because they want to see who can handle the pressure, who can handle when the bullets start really flying. And I don't, I shouldn't use that metaphor. Yeah. When 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 it gets hot, when the flame gets hot. excuse me yeah. using that metaphor. I didn't mean right. to use that metaphor. Excuse right. but when the flame gets hot. Who's going to right. rise and who's going to melt? Yeah. So was it it was still physical when It was still
3: were the, physical because So is it, is it make it hard because they're not physical at all now? Does that make it tougher than when the when the veterans do come in? I guess they're not
2: getting real physical. No, they're not either. getting physical you know physical either. It's it's the pace. It's exactly. the pace. it's the pace because the you, speed, speed, man. The more I can the more I can I can I can put into you and you can learn and you can it helps us grow. But if I have to stop and repeat, stop and repeat, stop and repeat, again, when those vets come in, you're gonna find out real soon, because you'll go from you'll go from rookie minicamp or you're taking every single rep and you're in the action to mm-hmm. that when the vets get in town, it's gonna be step back, ro- hold, watch, out, <laughs> watch out, watch out, step. and all of a sudden you're gonna be like, wait a second. I, a week ago, yeah. I couldn't breathe because I took every single rep. Now Today? I can't get a rep to save my life.
1: And I'm gonna go work out after prank. Right. Would that be the
3: case even with like with uh no, 'Cause nope, they're expecting nope. him to be a starter nope. and that sort of thing.
1: Nope. He'll 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 get that uh that one third, you know, with the first unit to go, mm-hmm. and he'll go with the second unit. Then sometime, depending on how he looked to the coaches or what they really feel, every now and then he'll get thrown in there with the first. Mm-hmm. You know, but them guys that's at the end of the chain, like I was, you you be just Chomping at the bit, man. You be like a dog at the end of the chain. <laughs> so when they call you, you gotta go in
2: there and you gotta know what to do. That, that's the big thing. You got thing. to know what to do. You have to know what to, to do. do. Mm. Like that is where it's imperative because you you're going now from being a collegiate athlete with multiple things happening, right? Study right. hall, class, homework, test, a social life, right? All that and football. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you're a pure professional. There is no more. There, there is nothing in between anymore. There is nothing else that comes before the profession.
3: Yeah.
2: Right? And so if you're not at home studying and technology now, coaches know when you when you log into your iPad, who mm. logged on, how long they've been on, what they looked For at. For real, bro. I, I'm old school. We had, we had playbook. We had the binder, right? Yeah. So a coach will know by – the calculation on the the iPad, yeah. but also when you get out there in the field, oh, you ain't studying. Yeah. And, again, those are all things. These are your first impressions.
3: How hard was that for you guys? The, obviously the physical and the being on the field, that might have been easier than the studying. Could, did you have to, like, learn no, to – No, no, you, you had to thinking study college, on the fly. You can kind you of do study. what you do. You had and,
1: to study on the fly. And And the thing about it is you had two real practices. In the morning, watch film all day, get a little break, and then you had to go back out on the field. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, they add more. Yeah. So you got two days, the first day and the second day, where they add more than the third day. They may cut short depending on who your coach is. They may cut it short, or they may go full yeah. tilt. You I, just, know?
3: I just wondered because, you know, in college, guys don't – you know, guys don't have to study as hard, whereas here, I mean, it's serious. If you're not studying,
2: like you said, you're – Again, you know. this is this is your first indication of what you have as a player. Yeah. And, again, if you're Mozzie Smith, if, if you're guys like that, you're going to get the second and third and fourth right. opportunities. Mozzie ain't going no way. Right. 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 But you want to – you know, who's the defensive line coach? Durden or – Yeah, Durden. Right? Yeah. So he wants to know, like – Man, I got to really lay into this dude because he ain't studying yeah. in rookie minicamp. So especially how can I trust dudes, him when the students get
1: this, it? This is, the, this is the most important thing, especially when you've had scouts and coaches stand up on the table for you. Mm. And see, that's, what I, that's where I messed up. I had a couple of guys I didn't know at the time when I was with the Washington Commanders I that... The guys that stood up on the table for me, Mm -hmm. had backed me. This kid, don't look at where he's from, this kid. And I didn't know this. Somebody would have told me walking in the door, I'd have taken it a little bit more serious. (laughs) All
2: right, let's go to our first break in the show. When we come back, we'll talk schedule release. Does players – do players, do we, Nate, do players go yes, ahead and look yes, and anticipate the schedule? Yes. What's home, what's away, what time, Yes. what days? Do players <laughs> go look at that? Especially when you're winning. <laughs> we'll talk more about the schedule. We'll talk a little bit of Micah Parsons moving to full-time defensive end. Good thing, bad thing. add a little weight. That's going to be a good thing, bad thing. We'll talk about all of those things right after this break. Stay right here with us. This is Hanging with the Boys.
4: I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org.
0: Hey, honey, can we talk?
4: Of
2: course. What's up?
0: Well, I just thought you should know I've been curious about the new Dr. Pepper strawberries and cream.
2: (gasps) Have you felt this way a long time?
0: No, I just think I'd really like the taste of Dr. Pepper swirled with layers of flavor.
2: If you feel that way. I think you should try it, babe
0: it's amazing i mean you're amazing too (laughs) new dr pepper strawberries and cream the new flavor you deserve
2: no one knows where this market will go things could change tomorrow next week or next month at Merrill, we've been here before, and history shows this is the time to stay focused on your future because through every market, the bull will always have your back. Find an advisor in North Texas at ml.com/bullish. Merrill, a Bank of America company. What would you like the power to do? Investing involves risk.
3: Merrill Lynch Pierce Fenner & Smith Incorporated registered broker-dealer, registered investment advisor. member SIPC, a wholly-owned subsidiary of Bank of America Corp. We-
2: Hanging with the boys. Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this Tuesday offseason edition where we break down everything Cowboys minicamp, rookie minicamp, OTAs, all the things that you love and that you adore about your Dallas Cowboys. We're going to talk about it. We're going to get it in this segment is brought to you by blockchain, blockchain.com tacos and tunes. Through May 12th, head to Miller Light Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium for the Dallas Cowboys Taco and Tunes Festival presented to you by Miller Light on Saturday, May 13th, 2 to 7 p.m. Enjoy a variety of tacos and food trucks options while you sip on cold drinks and listen to live music. Admission and parking for the Dallas Cowboys Taco and Tunes Festival are free. We love free on this mm-hmm. show. Visit at and slash tacos and tunes for more information. See you there. You a taco fan? You a taco fan? Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: yeah.
2: Nate? Tacos.
1: Yes, sir. I'm i I'm, a... I'm, I'm, uh... You
2: an edible fan. Whatever is edible, <laughs> you're a fan of, huh? You know what, Jesse? <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? I'm going to say this <laughs> right no, no, here, no, man. No, you you know are what? so
1: correct. You know what?
2: That, that's <laughs> my fault. That's <laughs> my fault. I, I, you are so correct. I'm attacking you for no reason. No, no, no.
1: Nah. It's, uh, let me tell you something. That is the... That came along, that started <laughs> when I was in <laughs> elementary. So uh, you if you let me finish, it was a good thing. You are so correct. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the we thing about eat. being a fat guy, there's nine hundred and ninety nine fat jokes. <laughs> and it ain't gonna never help but change. And fat man is at a disadvantage but he walked through the dope.
2: We don't fat shame on this show. We, we, love we, no. we should we should taco shame, cause you don't like I don't tacos. Like tacos. Uh, and that's no. That's just unamerican. American. Overrated. Overrated, overrated, <laughs> overrated. It's an overrated delicacy. Oh, yeah, it that's really New is. Jersey for you right there. It is, it is. It, you you guys eat tacos and then run to the bathroom. Ah <laughs> I
0: mean, like, oh, no. And you do barbecue in a crock pot. Oh, from the top
2: rope comes Chris. Oh, wow. Chris <laughs> came bashing <laughs> down on you
1: with a big thunderous elbow.
2: If you never had ribs in a crock pot, I'm just saying, don't I knock I do want to try it. that. I do want to try it. Falling off the bone, man. Think about cribs (laughs) in a crock pot all day. You pull a a thing off in the back, the little, I don't know what that is, the skin piece, vein piece off in the back. You put them in there, you just, some barbecue sauce, set it and forget it. Just just saying. I got to try this. If you want the crisp on the top, you put it in the broiler when you're done. All right, but you guys. (laughs) All right, this Thursday, the uh, NFL schedules are being released. Um, And Kurt, you asked, you know. Do players? Yeah, I mean, just, look for uh, this.
3: It, it's it's become the NFL. It's amazing. NFL has made this such an event, you know. And it, it I know it. In the one hand, the teams look forward to these releases and all the tricks and mm-hmm. bells and whistles they do. On the other hand, it's kind of a beating sometimes because you have to put all this energy and effort into a schedule release for thirty, 30 seconds. Minutes. Yeah. <laughs> But,
2: it's like but, your sex life, a little yeah. bit, Kirk. <laughs> nah, it, it, come on now. That was all, unnecessary. You put all that effort into that it. that
1: was unnecessary. The, the, the thing about you got six kids,
2: <laughs> Kirk. You're doing something right. Even even in a 30 second clip, you're doing something right. <laughs>
1: the, th- the, the thing about it is, uh. the thing about it is, most fans gonna, gonna attack this because they want to see. Uh, it used to be you have to earn your right to get on Monday night and Thursday night football. Now it's just a part mm-hmm. of the program. And everybody gets a shot, mm-hmm. whether it's Monday night or Thursday night football. So your fans excited about this year, it. They're change, the I was getting ready to say about they to change. change it this year. It,
2: it's literally, it's literally. You got to earn your way again. The, the, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the networks wow. and the networks are now kind of vying for. Certain games, games. okay, certain okay, well, that are playing on those that, times.
1: Now, that, when I play as players, we 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 wanted that schedule. And they, they didn't make a big deal of it. But we wanted that schedule because that showed you the year before that you earned the right to be on Monday night football. Yeah. Yeah. So we looked and say, hey, if we're going to be on Monday night football, if we're going to be on Sunday night football, because that was two things back then. Has today's and, uh, team earned the right to be on? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have like, what, yeah.
3: five, five primetime games a year right. or something well, like that?
0: Th- you know
1: what? Primetime games don't, and I'm, what I'm talking about, like the Sunday at 3, uh, that, that was norm for us. Even when, even when the Cowboys are losing, they get, the, they mm-hmm. get those strides. Them, them primetime games is Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday night. How many of those do you get? We I, As a player, we used to be seeking that, man. How, how did y'all feel, Jess?
2: The immediate thing that we looked for, uh, I looked for, when the schedules came out, it was who do we open up with?
1: Yes, yes.
2: All right, who we open up with, right? And then it was, I go right to November and December. I was wondering that. I go right to November and December because I'm Same trying to figure. I do. I'm yeah. trying to figure out where in the heck are we going yeah. when oh, it get I cold? I to go
3: to Buffalo and yeah, man.
2: Yeah. You know, I- <laughs> yeah. I start looking. I'm like. Because you, cause you know at some point in time, like, you know, when I was with Cincinnati, you understood, you know, at that time in Ohio it was going to be cold, but you had mm-hmm. games in Pittsburgh, you had games in Baltimore, mm. you had games in Cleveland. So you start looking right now. While, while with the Cowboys, you know that you had, the, you know, Philadelphia, you had New York. I went, who we opened up against, you knew that you had the Thanksgiving day. I went right to November and December, hoping and praying that it was like, Oh, yeah, you're going to Jacksonville. You know, <laughs> hey, you got the Dolphins yeah. or, you know, the Niners or, uh, you know, or, or somewhere where it wasn't going to be brutally cold yeah. when you got to that portion of the year. I, Absolutely. It was, it was,
1: like I say, just right, opening up. Thanksgiving for us always. You wanted to know who you were paying because you was hoping you was playing somebody that was sweet. But uh, – I stayed away from that November and December because that's what I was scared of. I, it was a dread thing for me. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't want to go to Green Bay. I don't want to go to Pittsburgh. Not not this time of the year, but it See, always seemed to work out. When we do did go to those places Up Green Bay, the weather was just 65. Yeah, nice. It was it was always nice. Now, Philly would get us sometime because it would be a night game. Mm.
3: Mm. I would think, too, like when you went back to New York or – when you went to Tampa or something, maybe that that stood out to you. Yeah, the...
2: it did. But it's a headache. We talk about that. Like, it's a yeah, headache. Yeah. It's a headache when you got to play in your hometown. It costs you a lot of money. It does. <laughs> it does. Everybody and their mother want tickets. It, it's a headache. It's it really. Mm. It's exciting. Like your first year, you're like oh, I'm going back home. After that, you're like, screw that, man. It's ten grand, fifteen grand. Go on. Mm. I don't even like half of y'all. Like, I, don't <laughs> even, I don't even like half of y'all. That, you know, my brothers and told folks, hey, it's just, it just a beat down. But, so, Jesse, the yes. road
0: trips this year, you want to know them? Yes. Just for, so you can say, which ones do you want to do on the back end, right? So, obviously, the, the normal Giants, Washington, Philly, right? Correct. So, the other ones are at Buffalo, mm. at See? Carolina, okay. at the Chargers. Okay. We've got at Miami and at Arizona.
2: Oh, that ain't bad. See, that's that's not bad. So you're
0: hoping it's not going to be at Buffalo December, right?
2: But you know it is. (laughs) You know it is. Like, you know when you get to that December time when things, like, you know, Mm -hmm. the NBA has kind of started to play a little bit. So the NFL want games that people are going to watch, that have storylines, that have history. You know they're going to.
1: So you know somebody going to call in in December
2: saying – the NFL got it out for the. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. uh, but Sunday night, while we be while we'll be there watching and tuning in and doing our, Micah also will be there. Yes, he but will. Micah will be there. What seems to be in his new role, in his full time defensive end role. And Micah's been—they caught Micah at the Philadelphia uh, game the other night, and he was throwing down some chicken wings. (laughs) I don't know if that's a part of his weight gain (laughs) regimen, but those chicken wings didn't have a chance in (laughs) hell the way Micah was going at them. Um, But Micah played last year at 242 pounds, looking to bulk up this year to about 255. Mm -hmm. Um, Is this a good thing? Let me say this. Is it, A, a good thing that Micah's moving to Zvitzvitz full-time, and B, is it a good thing that he's adding on this additional weight for the wear down, but does this hamper his most special gift? He's ferocious, he's mm-hmm. strong, but it's his speed that really sets him apart from everybody else. Is this a good thing for those two factors when it comes to Michael Parsons, Kurt? Uh, it
3: concerns me a little bit. I mean, obviously he's a freak athlete, so he's going to, you know, 10 extra pounds or 5 extra pounds or whatever, hopefully it won't affect him too much, but... I think one of the things that we all thought was his advantage was part of that not knowing where he's going to be lined up kind of thing. Mm. And maybe he'll still drop back to linebacker and that sort of thing. But I think if he's – you know, I just don't know if I want him lined up at left
2: hand, banging
3: on those defensive ends all day.
2: Brian Baldinger said that it was a wasted rep every time Micah Parsons dropped back in coverage. Hmm. Said, Very said, much so. He said it was a wasted rep. It is. He said any time that you're not using Michael Parsons, Michael Parsons to apply pressure to an offensive lineman and or a quarterback, it's a wasted rep. But doesn't that
3: doesn't that uh, add to his the danger factor? of Where's he going to be? What can he do? Is he going back? Is he going forward? Is is? See,
1: Belich- Belichick used Lawrence Taylor and and the other great player they had there. I uh, can't think of his name. Carl Banks. Carl Banks. Banks, you you can still do the same thing. Mm-hmm.
2: See how people are like why you want him at linebacker? I was with OJ Anderson this past weekend too. Yeah. Just random. It,
1: yeah, the, the thing that you do <laughs> is you put him in the A and B gaps. You put him at both defensive ends. Every now and then you you put him in there at uh at tackle at, at the defensive tackle. I mean, and you you just blitz A him gap. from yeah you yeah mm-hmm. you just blitz him from all these different angles. That that You know, it ain't so much I want him dropping back. as I just want him to make them have to, okay, he was right here.
3: Yeah,
1: We turned the protection right here, but now he's sitting on the other side of the center. If he's sitting on the other side of the center, now all of a sudden that protection got to go back this way. That should free up Sam Williams. That should uh, free up our other cat, man. So what you're trying to do is get him where he can make it where there are solo blocks across
2: the board. So, for for Micah, and and Chris brought up some stats for us. Chris, give us those numbers with Micah at defensive end and Micah at linebacker. So, last
0: year he had 1,062 snaps total. A lot of snaps.
2: Mm -hmm. a lot of snaps. (laughs) A lot of snaps.
0: 859 of them came out on the defensive line. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I guess he's...
0: So he's pretty much yeah he's there, there he's there already. Uh, 195 of them were in the box so as a box linebacker, mm-hmm. and then he had seven at a, as a slot corner, <laughs> <laughs> and then one at a wide corner. I don't know what. The, 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 the thing that and that was the first game of the year, so they the, the, they figured we don't need him out there.
1: The thing that's amazing is, okay, this is who you are. You're a defensive man. Now, uh. He don't have to go out and gain not a pound, because just being a man,
2: gonna, yeah, but put it on. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Nate. You put that. You. 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 But Micah's. Micah's. A, Micah's far from being falling into his man strength. How, how old is Micah?
1: He is twenty three.
2: Twenty three.
1: Like, so by the time he's twenty, no by the time he's twenty six, he'll, he'll be two hundred and sixty five 20, pounds. Because that man will be yeah, on God. Yeah,
2: but right now we saw him wear down towards the end of the season. Right now, because of that one thousand reps.
1: Regardless of what you want to believe, it is certain. It is certain ways you want to play football, and you can't run. And we 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 signed a kid away from here because he said you don't run fast every play or you don't hustle every play. Michael gotta learn how to play
2: play the position. Can I just translate something for y'all? You know. When Nate tells me, regardless of what you believe, that translates to I don't give a damn what you say. Yeah. yeah. That's what that means. That's yeah. what I want y'all to translate that. You say, say to no, but you say no, but you say he's two forty-two? He played at two forty something last year. Yeah, yeah, so if he if he get to two
1: forty seven or two fifty, I'm good with that. But he, he this,
2: was over two
3: fifty. He, he said he was like two fifty one or
1: something right now. Right now, yeah. If he play right, I'm good. But I, I don't two fifty five. No, let you'll you'll just you know you'll get there. Uh, it's just certain ways you got to play the game. It's just certain ways. If, if he learn a little bit better leverage. Uh, you don't have to, you know, manhood to get him there. Chris, I promise.
2: Ten, ten seconds apiece before we go to break yeah. um, from from Micah and this conversation. Has he lost the surprise factor? Right before it was well, his first year. Yeah. It was we didn't we didn't know he was even going to do that. Then it came this year. You bouncing around like has he lost that? Like teams are now coming in. Oh, and oh say, they know him.
1: We're, yeah, yeah.
2: We're, like so,
1: they know him now. Nah. Yeah,
2: they're going to put that into the protection. Right, right. like it's going to be what whatever, so, da, 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 ready, break. When the lineman, when the big boys turn around, they're doing this, they're going, there's number 11.
1: Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think yeah. he's
2: kind of locked, not saying that mm-hmm. it's not going to stop him from being the a beast that he man. is. Yeah. But the surprise factor of yeah. him being at a defensive end or, or lined up over the center in the A-gap or on one side or the other, I think that part is kind of, that mystique is no longer there. And I think more teams now come into games – and Nate, tell me if I'm wrong on this, as an offensive line, to say we're, we will come to the line of scrimmage every single time willing and ready to slide the protection to a certain side depending on what we're running. Like that, like that, that begins to get built yeah. in when you're, when you're playing against the Cowboys defensively. Well, will that extra 5, 10 pounds make that big a
3: difference?
1: Uh, I, I, I think so. It will. It will. So. And, it and will late him. into the season. Yeah. It will late into the season. Well, that's protect. what I said earlier that you. But told no. Me but no. I'm, train train I'm saying. I'm saying if he at two fifty, I, just... I don't want the extra. I don't want the extra. I don't want to go twelve, eleven, or twelve pounds. I want to go maybe six or seven pounds. Okay. He's two forty two. I want him at two forty nine, something like that. Just a little bit under 250. and then let 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 you let you just being a man. Grow into that. All
2: right, we'll take our last break of the show. When we come back, our good friend Brian Baldinger talks about uh, the running back combination. The Cowboys signed Tony Pollard to the franchise tag, $10.1 million. They also drafted in the sixth-round deuce Vaughn, Dynamics, small running back. Could that be the one-two punch for the Cowboys? Will it be successful? We'll talk about what Brian Baldinger said about that when we come back. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back.
3: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo, Yokiero, Yo, kiero guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a Here Every Week fan or haven't been here in years fan,
4: SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, you're taking the great seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the Star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hanging with the
1: boys.
2: Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys on this off-season Tuesday edition. Kirk Daniels, Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Chris Beam in the back holding us down, and most importantly, you, the people, tuning in each and every week, making us the number one watch show on YouTube across the Dallas Cowboys network. Uh, Brian Baldinger, uh, former NFL player, um, media personality now, is a film junkie, loves to watch film, addicted to watching film, um, and I value his opinion a little bit. I think Brian Baldinger is a guy who's knowledgeable enough to understand the ins and outs of football especially at the pro level. He he so eloquently has given the world the 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 acronym MPP, the Michael Parson problem. Uh <laughs> that, that he uses whenever time Michael Parson lines up. But Brian Baldinger came out and he said with the, with the Dallas Cowboys, and you look at that running back room, yes, they brought back Malik Davis, Tony Pollard coming off his injury, $10.1 million franchise tag. He signed um, Deuce Vaughn. We saw that situation happen in the war room with his father being able to call him and, and deliver the news mm-hmm. that he'll be a Dallas Cowboy, as well as whoever else. To, uh, you got Ronald Jones as well, who the Cowboys picked up, and whoever else that they bring in uh, to fill up that running back room. But primarily, you're looking at a lot of small running backs in that stable. We know Zeke, when 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 Zeke was a, was a thick back, right. right? Early in his career, he was thick, he was powerful, he was strong, but he had that track burst of speed. Mm-hmm. The mileage got on his back a little bit, he lost that burst, and he just became more of a powerful third down back, always going forward, always gaining at least a yard, never really being hit and going backwards. Uh, massive in the pass protection game for Dak Prescott. Um, uh, from that position. But when you look at now where the Cowboys are going, especially in this this West Coast offense, Brian talks about if Deuce Vaughn and Tony Pollard are going to be in any way, shape, or form your combo back, right, mm-hmm. your one-two punch, that that may be a recipe for disaster.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you feel, Nate, we'll start with you, about if that is your one-two punch in the backfield this year. Is that is that the kind of one chink in the other? Because we talked about Tony Pollard for a long time about his inability to to consistently pick up the pass protection. And he ain't the biggest you go around. And if he ain't the biggest, Deuce Vaughn ain't bigger than him. And that makes him
1: even, even worse. You don't go down that road. What road do you go down? You don't go you, – you, you find somebody <clears> – <throat> if Tony Pollard – Cannot consistently, and you don't want to wait to the season to find out can he consistently block linebackers or pick up leaking linemen.
2: Well, don't you, you know. think we already know that by now? Like Tony Pollard, four-year guy, he's always struggled some. I, I mean, he's gotten better over yeah. time, but he's always struggled picking up. Oh,
1: okay, so you go out and get another guy. That, so that you answer the question, nope, you don't play that game, and not, especially with no rookie coming in. Uh, undersized rookie, no, you don't play that game. But, you don't take that chance because that chance to be your quarterback land on his back, and you know, wondering what done not happen.
3: So, can you like a Ronald Jones? I would think would maybe be that guy a little so more. They
1: got to find someone.
3: But that... yeah, Jones hasn't done. I mean, he's had a solid career, but the last couple haven't been so great. Is that a guy you carry just to be on that third down to block? I mean, is that a guy – I mean, I don't know how that works. I mean, I would think you well, need the explosiveness of Tony, but if he can't handle the other side of it, how do you balance that out? I mean
1: – Just like they did with Zeke. I mean, just some third downs, depending on how far you got to throw that ball and how quick you got to get it out, you, you you put in that guy. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, you want to have the element of surprise. Nah. After a while, like we're talking about – Michael Pollard, otherwise, it ain't no surprise. You do what you have to do to get the job done. It's about being the better player, putting the better guy out there to be able to do what you need him to do. So if they got to go out and find the guy, if he's not on this roster, let's go out and find that guy.
2: Kurt, the creativity from Freaky Mike, if that is your combo, right, Deuce Vaughn Mm -hmm. and Tony Pollard, is there a way to line these guys up and say, you know what? Yeah, we know that they struggle with pass protection, and maybe we don't go five-step drop, seven-step drop, but maybe we use them as our advantage of saying, "You have to match up with these guys." Well, if you're a blitzing linebacker, I'm going to have Deuce Vaughn out in the backfield, out of the backfield, quick, mm-hmm. get the ball to him. Tony Pollard out in the backfield, quick, get the ball to him, and then be able to use that to an advantage. Is there an, is there a level of creativity in Freaky Mike's bag to <laughs> to, to 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 allow that to be? Uh, um, well, there's gonna a need, thing. There's going
3: to need to be if, if they're going to go with those two guys, I think, especially if, if Deuce is out there. I mean, you got to have to take advantage of his speed and quickness because he he's not going to have the, the size to, you know, the, keep a linebacker off your quarterback.
1: The, the thing about it is this, this training camp is so significant because uh, of the running back situation. You, you can't have dudes. They're they going to do it. But you can't have a bunch of dudes off all the time. You got to have dudes in there mentally. You mean off as in not practicing? Yeah, not practicing. I mean, put on your pads, do whatever you got to do, do a thousand walkthroughs. But these guys got to see it, you know, and they got to feel it to a certain extent. Uh, uh, The preseason games, you got to see it because the, the the most key, the most important thing is. You don't know who your middle of your offensive line look like, how you're going to be rotating because they like to play musical, musical chairs, and you don't know what your running back situation is on third down or, or, pass, or key passing situations. So you, you, you will want to see this. You know, even though we are not going to blitz a lot in the preseason and everybody ain't going to show everything, you got to create something in practice where these guys can understand the importance of this because you don't want to be three games into the season. All of a sudden – we got Dak out with another broke thumb for a late hit a uh, uh, big speak boom. That into the
2: <laughs> but yeah. I, I'm just saying. I agree with you because when you look at this Cowboys team last year, one of the areas that they did suffer in was on third down conversions. Yeah. It was the ability to get yourself um, a new set of downs. And they had their ups and downs with um, the backup quarterback and with the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. And so while we don't look at these things that may be significant right now, when we get into the season, we'll look and we'll go, man, this game become a lot this game has become a lot more difficult because the Cowboys' inability to convert on third down. And a lot of times that comes from having that back that can pick right. up the blitz, that back who can get those dirty yards, that back who can maybe slip out and catch a pass in the backfield. Um, the Cowboys uh was almost null and void in the screen game last year. Do these two yeah. backs now give you a better opportunity to develop and run and have a sustainable screen game that teams will have to fear and res- at least res- – maybe not fear, hell, at least respect it. Yeah, At least respect the fact that we may run a screen right here. That was kind of almost
3: – Rarely saw. It.
2: Rarely saw that uh, a, a year ago. So, you know, it, I think it, it is going to be critical to figure out, to Nate, to, Nate, to your point – what that line looks like, um, because I think if if Deuce Vaughn, if Tony Pollard, if these are going to be guys who are in your steady rotation. These aren't A-gap running guys. Yeah. And I'm not saying that Tony Pollard can't run in the A-gap. I'm saying that Tony Pollard isn't a consistently good – people can going to be like, well, look at these stats. Trust me. You don't want Tony Pollard running in the A-gap all day, every day. Right. These more these are more edge guys. You, you want to get these guys to the edge. You want to get these guys to the outside. You want to get these guys to be able to use their speed, their instincts, their cutting ability. One cut, get your foot in the ground, and get up the field north and south. So if these two guys are going to be in that rotation, then you better have a setup that allows them to do different things because you don't want teams being able to key on what you're doing offensively in the running game, and you don't have that guy – um, that tenderizer, yeah, like you had in Zeke Elliott, that's going to be able to kind of, you know, in the in the in the words of the Keep great guys, honest, the, the, the great Alia, I mean, work the middle.
3: Some teams are using three backs. I think Eagles have on a regular basis. I mean, is that something you think? Is it, is it better to maybe expand the rotation to three instead of two, or is it? Would you prefer just
1: what, teams whatever, whatever gets your whatever gets your offense going these days? Whatever. Gets your offense going and keeps your quarterback upright and comfortable. You have to do, you have to do it. Ain't no one back, two back. If you got that elite back, you use him. If you don't, you find three guys that can can do it. I mean, today's NFL is so uh, creative. Mm. You know, I mean, the plays. I mean, the plays. The, the way these coaches can dial up plays and. Have people moving around and design plays. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's amazing. But the 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 people that suffer from all this creativity is the offensive line (laughs) because how do we block for all these different you know plays and this formation and how you gonna have a guy running from this side and come around this side? What what is the keys for the defense? I mean, you're trying to confuse the defense, you're trying to spread out the defense, but still they have their basic keys.
2: Well, that's why you guys are always having brains that are bigger than your belly. So, we thank you for that. <laughs> and that'll conclude our show. That means that'll
1: if I got a brain bigger than my belly, I should not be able to fit this <laughs> into the
2: screen. Barely. It's barely. It's barely in there. All right. That, that'll do it for our show today. The Cowboys Rookie mini cat will take place this Friday and Saturday here at
1: the Star. Backhanded
2: compliment, (laughs) Kurt. A lot of that going on around here. We'll be able to update you guys next week on some of the things that we've heard and saw and talked to some people and seen some things. Now, again, this is the offseason. Friday. None of this stuff really matters right now. You want to see the progress. But remember, last year, there's a lot of guys who stood out in these mini camps, a lot of guys stood out in these OTAs and these mini camps and in training camp. And didn't see a lick of the field when the season came, and didn't produce when the when the season came. So take all of this with a grain of salt. Enjoy it, indulge in it, love it, like it. However you want to do it, but understand it don't really matter till it matters. This stuff is fun. This stuff is good. This stuff is necessary. But until it starts counting, mm-hmm. that's when it really matters. For Kurt, for Nate, for Audio Jazz, for Brother Willie, for Brother William, for <clears throat> Brother Bro Willie. Out uh, of your
1: jazz, but to eat, man, while we was on the show, I think. She had I the think. green
2: hair and everything. Wow, yeah, man. Come on, for Chris jazz. in the back, I am Jesse Holly, and this is Hanging with the Boys.
1: Lakers up, too. Until next time. Lakers up. Out. On the Warriors. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
0: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!